All right, I'm here with Jackie Sanchez, and she's going to introduce herself, tell us who she is, and like, all that, all that stuff. All the good stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, as you said, my name is Jackie Sanchez. I am a health coach and personal trainer. So, I help women. I guide women into loving their bodies and saying no to diets because I feel like for so long we've been thinking that diets and painful restrictions is the way for weight loss when in reality it's it's all about self-discovery and self-awareness and just coming into your own truth and your own alignment and after that weight loss is just it happens it's effortless yeah yeah i think everybody's looking for that fast yeah. yeah and there's not really one and even if it, there is one it's like it's very bad for your health or something like like you know i used to think like um those protein shakes. I was like, yeah, I'll have to do drink two of these a day and I'll be that guy. You know, it was always like that. Yeah, exactly. I used to be the same way. I tried seriously every diet since the age of 12. That was when I first started dieting. Uh, I tried the shakes. I tried the low carbs. I tried the 500 calories a day, whatever it is that was out there that promised you weight loss. I tried it. Yeah. 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 And you realize like not, what one thing works for this person isn't going to work for you or like there's so many like exactly things you have to look at when it's like related to your health or fitness or nutrition like especially when you know nothing like me i'm like um so can i eat this can i eat that like what what like it's so bizarre and then people talk about keto and like flexible dieting like which is the right one like everybody's trying to look for the right one but there isn't one it's just trying these things and seeing what fits for you and what works for you and like I always tell people like being shredded is isn't like it, it is fun or cool to see. Like like for me it was like I think that was my lowest point is when I was at a really low body fat and it just felt like I felt hungry all the time. I could eat a pile of mashed potatoes, like like I just wanted to eat all the time. And it was like this is not good f- for me mentally because I'm not I can't I just can't hack it where it's just like constantly eating the rice and chicken life or like this and that, like tracking out not hitting those numbers every day. So Yeah, because then your life starts to revolve around that. And then back to what you said about how certain things work for certain people. And that's why there are so many diet theories out there because somebody tried something, it worked for them and they're like, Oh, let me make a book about it or let me make a video about it. So then it was put out there. But the only reason that worked for that person was because they found what worked for them. They aligned into their own truth and they put it out into the world saying, hey, this is working for me. Why don't you try it? And, and it may work for a little bit if you're aligned with that truth, but it, it'll only last so long because the point of it is for you to find your own truth. And that's what it is with any diet theory, any, any diet that you're trying, tracking macros, keto, vegan, whatever it is, I think you're supposed to be using that as an experience of, okay, what did my body like from this and what did it not like? So let me not do this next time and let me let me keep this and trash that. And by trial and error, you start to find what works for your body and you tune into your own truth. I totally agree. I think it's like you're trying to find what actually works and like from think because like not every piece of the keto diet works for people, but like, you know, maybe lowering your carbs a bit will help. Like it's... Right. Yeah, like like just trying things, and I always think like having a coach like you is so important because it keeps you accountable and like 
Like you're, you're more than like, like, I know you probably say, I don't know what you say, but you probably say I'm a fitness and health coach, blah, blah, blah. But you're a therapist, you're a doctor. You're basically like the whole mamma jamma in one. Like, like, like you're not just a, a health coach. You're everything. Like you're, you're in people's minds. Like, you know, you talk to clients and you have to tell them like this and that. And you're just chatting or whatever. And like, you're just kind of like learning about them and trying to figure them out. Like they're puzzles. I love puzzles. So like, exactly. yeah. So you're trying to figure it out and see like, okay, let's, let's take this slight step and let's take baby steps here. Let's take, you know, let's try to, let's try a big stride here. Like, let's just try this. And you're just trying to figure out what people react to. And like, you know, there's ups and there's downs and there's ups and downs. And sometimes some people just get really good progress and they, you know, they hit that hump or they can't really, they're just stuck. And you're like, oh, okay, this is, you know, how do we handle this getting stuck part? Like, you know, you know, uh, I always get stuck at like, you know, if I'm doing like a cut, I usually get stuck at 185. I could just get really stuck there. And I'm like, oh gosh, please just, just go down a little more. Like, it's really tough. Like once you start getting down the boat, like everybody's different and just figuring out where, where are you trying to go? And what, what's the whole point of it? Like, like I used to think, like I was gonna, if I was shredded, I would be happy. It did not work out like that. Like, like I remember just being like, yeah, just hungry and just like wanting to eat. Like I was like, man, I'm gonna turn into a zombie. Just, I'm gonna eat people. I'm like, like it's weird. Like I've never felt that hungry before. And then I'm like, well, like is it bad to have a little body fat? No, it's not that bad. Like, like you just need something. Like, I feel like it's 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 so much more mentally. Like you gotta find your mental place because I think the mental health plays a huge role in in health and fitness. And of course, like learning about stuff like nutrition and cause there's, there's always something new coming out. I'm like, I have to talk to some RD and I'm like, ah, oh, well, nutrition is an evolving science. So there's always going to be something that's coming out. There's always going to be some trend, some fad. There's always going to be something. Yeah. Yeah. Like I heard about intuitive eating like a couple months ago and I was like, what is this badness? Like, and I, I hear about these things. I'm like, oh, so you just eat what you think is good? <laughs> like, uh, I don't, that won't work for me. <laughs> so what I think is good is cupcakes and cookies. I didn't and, understand that intuitive eating, eating either. But I mean, it's it works. like a normal person, which is what I do now, right? I was so fearful about not tracking macros or not following a meal plan because I thought like, okay, if I'm not following something, I won't lose the weight. Mm-hmm. But every time you follow a meal plan, you track your macros, you do anything like that. You're, it's coming out of fear because you're not trusting your body. If you really trusted your body to allow it to do what it's meant to do, because I really don't think we should keep weight X's weight on. Mm-hmm. So if you really trusted your body, of course, eating at the right foods, getting enough rest, what would your body do? How would it look? Mm-hmm. I, and I, I always tell people, I always tell people, you know what to eat. If I put an apple in front of you and a burger, you know what to eat. Mm. Uh, yeah yeah i know what you mean i know what to eat but i know that thing tastes delicious for a quick second and then i'm gonna feel terrible that's why i always emphasize being conscious about not just your mindset but what you're eating what you're doing because if i'm being conscious about what i'm eating i know that apple is gonna feel much better than that burger and in the end it's gonna bring me closer to that body that i know i'm supposed to be in because for a long time i would say like okay i don't hate my body but I know this is not the body that I came to experience life in, in my fullest potential. But I also know that I don't have to fight to get that body because 
I used to be, I used to be crazy on, I used to work out three times a day. I was on that low carb, um, broccoli and chicken. And it was, it was so bad. I ended up in the hospital and I was like, you know what? There has to be a different way because I was doing it out of fear. I was doing it out of guilt, shame, all the negative emotions. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm just creating even more resistance in my body. And what happened was I ended up in the hospital and I gained all the weight I had lost again. Yeah, yeah. I think fear, that plays such a huge role on like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. You know, this is going bad. This is, you know, but like just trusting what you know, because what you know, you know, like, you know, what's, a lot of people know what's bad for you. Like you shouldn't go to McDonald's every day. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Like everybody knows what they shouldn't do. But like, I don't know. I don't know for America, I guess it's like, it's crazy addiction. Yeah. And we're not saying don't ever like, yeah. just, you know, let's just be conscious of how often, how you're doing it, what you're like. I know today I'm like, I'm going to go eat. You guys don't have in and out over there, but I'm like, I'm going to go eat. In oh, 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 we do. Now we do. Oh, you do really. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like, I am going to go have that today. But because I know that during the entire week, I was very conscious of what I was eating and my, my workouts and my mindset. And I'm still going to be conscious while eating that burger and not going into fear or like, oh, this is going to be horrible. I'm going to, it's going to turn into fat. I'm going to have to go do cardio after this. Like, no, I really do think that sometimes the fear that we hold while eating certain foods will make us more fat than the food itself. Damn. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. Jackie. It, yeah. That's, that's really deep. Like I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, Oh yeah. You got fear. And I also think that you can think yourself fat because I've done it. The power of thought is so, it's, it's so powerful that you can think yourself fat. Just like you can think yourself thin, you can think yourself fat. That's true. I think, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. And I, I think about it. I'm like, I shouldn't think that, but I think it. I'm like, oh. Exactly. So again, being conscious of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. When, I was, when I had gotten super lean and then I started, I started binging after that because I was restricted for so long or whatever, um, whatever the cause of that binging was. I would think as I was eating, I'm getting fat. I'm getting fat. I'm going to gain weight. And what happened? I kid you not. It was like overnight I ballooned. But honestly, I think it was more because of my mindset than what I was actually eating. That's so true. Yeah. I feel like, cause I don't know, like it's like a placebo effect. Like if you think it, it happens and if you, you know, if you don't worry about it, like I think we worry about so many things and like you, we just shouldn't be worrying about everything because like, of course you're going to have a cheeseburger every once in a while. Like if you don't, then you're really a insanely disciplined person or you're just like, you're, you're restricting yourself so much that you're going to cause yourself pain later on, which I, I don't like when that happens. Like I see people, like you can go too far on both sides. Like, yeah. I, I have friends who, you know, dealt with anorexia and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is crazy that you went the, the, the way that most people would like be like, Oh, like that's where you're supposed to go. Like you're supposed to lose weight. You're not supposed to gain weight. Like gaining weight is such a, like a mind messer with people. Like it's just like, it messes people's minds. They're like, what? I have to gain weight. Like people think that's weird. And they're like, but I'm so low. I'm so, you know, trying to hit that one ten. I'm like one ten, and you're five ten. Like there's no, it's not, that's not good for you. And like, you can go like I think most people are on the other side where you know we eat so much and we're just like constantly like like you know I think it's because that the like you have access to everything and like people just aren't thinking 
Like, what are you eating? That's the thing. They're not thinking. They're not being conscious. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so much easier just to say. Because I have, like, you know, we have, like, six, seven. Like, I get five minutes away from me, a five-minute drive. I would literally could get, like, 20, 30 different foods that are delicious. But, like, you know, that yeah. are not, like, you know, I could go to the grocery store and just get a couple things that, you know, chicken, you know, whatever. Whatever you eat, vegan stuff. Like, it's just, like, like but we just fall into that trap and i'm like oh gosh i wish i i don't, I don't know how this is gonna be like because i'm like such a, a macro person in the sense like i want to see the world change and all that stuff and i want to see america change it's eating habits and like it's not it's going it's going the other way where else it's like there's a lot of good stuff that's coming out like you know a lot of people are getting healthier and stuff but then you have people over here just have to be ready and willing yeah. If yeah. they're not ready, and I tell this with people because I've actually had to stop working with people in the past. If you're not ready, there is nothing that I will say to you. No quote that I can show you, no video that will get your ass up to go. Like, it has to come from within. And now I start to think of it as, as my future self. What would my future self do? Like, that maxed out version of the person that I know that I'm destined to be, what would she do? And that's literally what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like with a lot of people. I'm like, they're digging hole. They're digging a hole for them, and I'm like themselves. I'm like, stop digging. Just like if you just stop digging. I don't know. I just I really want to help the people that are so far on the edge, like legitly just not work. Like it, I don't know what it is, but I so think far on the edge with yeah. fitness and nutrition, or just in general. Just in general of everything. I mean, like people, you know, that they don't like. You know, they keep going job to job, or they they you know fitness is a huge problem or like maybe they just eat six seven hamburgers a day and it's not helping them right keep going into that spiraling thing and then you know depression comes in and they're sad and like i'm like you know and it's like i know i know what that means and i know like and i know the science and i'm like i'm always have to look at it i have to like be like okay so and it's and it's I think it's a real problem when it's genetic, like, you know, or addictive. And you're like, is that addictive? Is this addictive? Like, like right. I, that word gets thrown around a lot. Cause I think a lot of things are not addictive and you're just being a, you know, you're just not, you just, I guess you're not ready. That's exactly what she said. Ready. You're not ready. And also people are not looking at the emotional level of things because I, the entire time that I was trying to lose weight, all I was trying to do was love myself, but I didn't know that. I thought I wanted weight loss. What I really wanted was to love and accept myself. I wanted to feel worthy. I wanted to feel appreciated. I wanted to feel like I was part of something. I didn't know that. So someone came up to me and was like, hey, so I have two plates. Which one do you want, self-love or weight loss? I would have gone for the weight loss like this in a heartbeat, wouldn't have even thought about it. And after all of these years, I realized like, wow, all I was trying to do was was coming to self-love. That's it. So I think that whatever you're struggling with, whether it's alcohol, drugs, food, whatever it is, what you're trying to do is get back to your center, try to, trying to get back to who you really truly are. And it's a process that we go through of trial and error, experiences, traumas, whatever it is, to come back to that balance, to remember who you are, who you authentically are at your core. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the plate analogy so much. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how it is. And I'm like, you know, I, I love analogies because they, 
they really uh, kind of like put everything in perspective, like two plates, which one do you choose? You know, but the real plate you actually wanted was the other one. So it's like, what? I don't know. But you have to, you have to be ready to hear that because yeah. even my clients now, or a lot of the people that I work with or that I speak to, that I speak to through my captions, I was throwing at them like, no, you don't want weight loss. You want self-love. And then someone told me one day, they're like, well, put yourself in their, in their situation. Where were you a couple of years ago? Because that's where they are at now. Had you been presented with a question of weight loss or self-love, what would you have? What, did, what would you pick? And I was like, obviously weight loss. And I'm like, yes, that's what you need to speak to them on a weight loss level. Because right now they don't understand that they just want to be loved and appreciated and feel worthy. Yeah. And validated. I don't know. Like, validated. That's a big one. Yeah. And, you know, the patience, the patience that we don't have. <laughs> I have zero patience. Uh, so, like, I always have to be doing something because I'm not, like, I'm not going to wait for something to happen. I'm going to make things happen. So. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, um, for example, I don't know, maybe you're waiting for a job out there. You're waiting for this. You're waiting for that. You're waiting for someone to come back to you. Why are you waiting? Because there's things you could be doing while you're waiting. And a lot of people don't think about that. Well, like say you apply to a couple jobs that you wanted, that you actually want Well, apply to a few more. Like, like, why are you waiting for someone to call you when you could be knocking down doors? You know, like that's the way I look at things for like, you know, why should I wait for Jackie to come to me to do a podcast or why should I wait for Jackie to start her own podcast? I'm going to kick that door down for her and then she's going to walk through that door. She's going to start a podcast. Like to me, it's about kicking doors down, taking names, blah, 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 whatever you call it. Exactly. But you have to be motivated. Mm -hmm. You have to be disciplined. You have to really want it. Because Mm -hmm. people that don't want it won't do that. They won't do that for themselves. Yes. And enjoying the process. Like a lot of people do things they don't really love. And it's because they don't love the process. And you're doing it for the money, the fame, the blah, 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 X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And it's not, it's not worth that. Like you're going to realize like, oh, I got all this money. What do I do with it? Like you just work for something that you're not going to really use or you don't know how to use or you're just going to buy things that are very, you know, just one-time things that are just going to help you out. Be like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. I got this new car, bro. Like uh, whatever they say. And like that's not going to help you in the long run. What's going to help you in the long run is the process, loving the process and loving going through these things. And of course, you know, Things are difficult. I know things are difficult. I've been to difficult things. So, but you just gotta love the process and know, like, like you might be struggling or whatever, and you just need to learn that the process it takes time, and you just have to be patient. Patience doesn't mean waiting. A lot of people think that's the same thing. Like you just gotta wait, wait for my chance, wait for the opportunity. Nobody who has ever done anything has waited. They've just gone out there and kept making stuff and kept creating or kept whatever. Like if, if Picasso said, I'm only going to do one painting, that's it. Like, would he be Picasso? Probably not. It's because he kept making stuff and the stuff you don't hear about those paintings that he, you know, nobody buys or nobody looks at like nowadays are like the most amazing things. Like Shakespeare wasn't cool back when Shakespeare was in his time, but nowadays Shakespeare is everywhere. Everybody has to read it. Like it became popular. Things take time to develop, and they might not happen in your lifetime. Like a hundred years from now, it might be like, 
oh my god jackie was the most amazing coach in the world blah blah like things last longer than you last and that's really weird to think about like like yeah like someone could be listening to this podcast a hundred years from now a hundred years from now is that weird like what like like you know these things are archived now and like like unlike before you know like we had written stuff and stuff like that where you could like you don't want like we were talking earlier before the show, um, like how different like people can change their words or like think of like just manipulate them or like interpret them very differently than what you're trying to say, and then you have to explain yourself right, and then you're like, okay, that's that's what she meant. Like you know, I don't know what she meant by that caption. I thought you meant this. So it's really interesting seeing like how things are developing, and we have access to people. like we're. We're, th- we're hundreds of miles away or thousands of miles away, I think. So, like, to me, it's like, what? Like, in no other world will we ever talk to each other. In no other world will they ever talk to each other. And I had to kick down your door to talk to you. And it's like, oh. And then, you yeah. know. But that was decisive action. Mm-hmm. And that's what I find. Even when with working with people, right, I feel like the people that make the decision on the spot, like, we're doing this, get the best results. Because if you have to think about it or you have to go, I don't know, do, I don't know what, you're not, you have to do it now. You have to do it in this moment. Like start right now. Yeah, yeah. Start now. Don't wait. And if you are waiting, do something else. Like like learn about something. Like you have access to literally everything that you can go learn. Video, go listen to a podcast. Get yourself ready for that moment. Yeah. And then, you know, it's it, – you know, you're gonna, uh, you know, everyone's like, I don't want to fail. I don't want to do this. But like, it's a part of the whole thing. Like, I don't talk to you about my failures, but I got, I could write you a 30 page essay on my failures. And like, and I could, like, there's so many things I felt that like, I didn't win that. I didn't do this. I, w- I didn't get that, you know, like, like, like there's so many of those, but then you hear all the things that I did do and you're like, wow. Oh, you're such an amazing person. But like, oh, dude, you should read my list of things I failed at. <laughs> right. But even for ourselves, we sometimes don't give ourselves enough credit on what we did accomplish. And we put ourselves down because we're like, well, we haven't done this or I'm this age and I haven't gotten there or I haven't achieved this. And it's like, stop and write out everything that you have achieved, everything that you have done. And you'd find it's actually very difficult for some people to be able to do that. They actually list their accomplishments and what they're good at. And they're, and it's, it's, it's amazing to see, but I help people, even with clients, I'm like, we're going to sit here and we're going to look at all the positives because we tend to focus so much on the negative. Yeah, because it's popularized, it's shown. It's like, I don't know what it is about the negative stuff. It's always shown. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are communities like your community is like positivity, but then you have like the dark places where I'm like, man, I feel I feel bad about myself now. I should be, be you know, this and that. Like, And then people don't realize you have so much time. Like, like you don't realize this, but you got time. Like, if you're 21, you're telling me, like, this other 21-year-old is a millionaire and done all these things and, and all these things. Like, where did he start? When did he start? Like, when did he start doing things? Oh, at, like, 13? Like, that was what it was like for me. Like, people are like, what? Why are you so successful? You know, why are you good at these? Why are you doing all these things? How are you able to do all these things and do this and do that? I started and people think like, Oh, I started last year. No, I started when I was like 10. I yeah. started learning about things, started figuring things out. And like, you know, you know, 
I, you know, would sell people chips and that's how I made $10 a week. And like, like you just learn things like that. And I like big sales, I used to have big sales. Yeah. Uh, I used to cook, cook bake brownies and cookies. And I used to tell yeah. them outside my house with my neighbor. You're like, okay, you go half and half. You help me bake and then we'll set up the tables and that's how, and lemonade stands. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> so I like, tried, right? Like I did something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, you know, say you did a bake sale and you made $50 and you're like, dang, I have $50. Like, like these things happen when you start doing stuff and not just watching people. Like, I love that everybody listens to me. And every or listens to the show like I love that you know it just gives me makes me happy that you listen but then the other part of me is like make your own stuff do this do that you know you don't have to you know make do Twitter like don't you if you like typing about stuff and talking to people and interacting with people because you can interact with anybody like you can get Elon Musk to respond to you you could get this person to respond to you like like you can have so many interactions on Twitter and like just learn about things so why not go there or go write a blog? Like there's just a million billion different what things you can do. What do you think is the difference between the people who take decisive action and the ones that don't? I think it is. I really think it's a culture thing. Like people get stuck really, really stuck. And like they're in a bad, they're in a bad situation with the bad people with this and that. Like there's a lot of things that can hold people down. Yeah. Environments. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, someone else that was in that same environment made it out. So you got to kind of like not keep blaming everything on people. Like a lot of people blame other people for their problems, but the right the issue is you've got to change things up. Like, okay. So say, you know, your family's a terrible family. You know, I have part of my family's terrible. And I just tell them that and I'm like, okay, so how do you get out of this? You know, making a process, a plan to, an exit strategy just to get out and like make it in the world by yourself and learn all these things and learn what you want to do. Like, like you just got to do it. And when you do it, you, 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 it's not going to go, it's not going to be like a straight path. It's not going to be a, a paved road for you. It's going to be a bumpy road. There's going to be sharp turns and diagonal. Like you're going to be doing some crazy stuff. You might even have to jump out of the car. Like it's just not, there's no one path. Like, People think it's going to be a paved path and you're just going to be cruising. Nobody cruises in life. Everybody goes through something. And at some point you got to realize that you're making the path for yourself and other people are trying to, to, you know, cause I'm, I used to, I'm not that I was a bully, but like I used to be, I used to not understand why people cried and like, I was like, why are you crying? But then, you know, it's because you're doing bad things to them and you're hurting their feelings. Like I never realized I wasn't a feelings person. I was like, man, you're, you know, you have no feelings. What are you talking about feelings? But then I realized I was just like, I was just trying to protect myself, put myself in a cage and so you put up a guard and, yeah. a and you know, being an introvert, I'm a, a huge introvert. Like I don't want to, you know, like people think I'm so fun because like when I hang out with them, like, like yeah let's go let's go yeah i'm total opposite like i'd rather stay in this room for nine hours of the day and just like chill out and do other things work out and like do very solemn solo things yeah people just yeah people see that that oh i'm very outgoing and all this but in actuality i'm totally the opposite (laughs) like i'm like oh you think i'm outgoing i have a lot of energy though so and controlling your energy is really important. Like, like 
you always get someone who's mad at you, gets angry at you, or you do something that was a mistake. And but your energy, you can control your energy, how you feel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And when you project it with other people, they start getting happy and start being excited and start laughing and start this. Like your energy really controls the room. And if you're calm, people get calm. If you're excited, people get excited. Like, like it's, it's honestly, it's not that really hard. You just got to learn social cues. And I think that's a problem with schools and stuff like that. Like I didn't learn any social skills in school. So bad. I was like, I did my work. I looked down, I read the book. I did this. Like I was never good at like learning, like, you know, Oh, I should shake someone's hand when they shake my hand or listen that like, you got to learn how to handle, not handle people, but be around people and just surrounding yourself with like other like-minded individuals or like, even if someone's not like, you know, as great as you were great, you know, like whatever the data scale, like people put too much emphasis on like numbers and numbers don't matter because they really don't matter. Like they, like they, they do matter in the sense of like, yeah, you're trying to get there, but like they don't matter in the sense of like your mental health and all the things that you really care about. So you got to kind of look at it like that and just, it's not going to work. It's not always going to work. Like you're not going to find the solution in one day or two days or it might take you three years. Some people it takes 10, 20, like you're never going to find that place. And if you do find that place, that place is going to, it's going to, you're going to have to change things up. I get, I get very tired of routines. Like I'm not a routine person. So I get like, man, like, you know, I've been in this routine for a couple of weeks. Like, Oh, this is, this is the same stuff I've been doing for weeks. Like it, like you, you got to realize you're different from other people and like, like learning your similarities and what, what you can learn from other people is so beneficial and talking. Like we don't talk to each other that as much like this. And yeah. And if it is talking, we're gossiping, we're this and that, like, like it's not, it's not about self, not even self-development. It's not about opening up your problems and analyzing yourself and figuring stuff out. Just being self-aware will take you so far in life, like, and showing up to things and, you know, just being there is like the most important part. I think like, like, how do you, you know, how do you do get a job? Just be there and learn. Like, like that is so simple yet. Yeah. People avoid it because it's, it's, it's not just laziness. It's because we try to project things on other things and we just want it to be like we are. Yeah. I think is the thing is that we don't understand and a lot of it is we need to understand our human conditioning. So why we are the way that we are, what influenced us, what shaped us, our families, our environment, our society, our parents, whatever that was in your inner circle, that's what influenced you to become the person that you are. Mm -hmm. Where you start to question these things. Why do I react this way? Why am I projecting this? Why do I feel X, Y, and Z? And really going into a deeper level and exploring those. And like you said earlier, it's about I'm more than just a personal trainer or health coach. I'm getting into these people's minds. And that's what I'm doing is let me, let's bring it back to understanding how you got to this point. What led you up to this very second? And a lot of the times we have to go back and undo a lot of these like emotional works and emotional healings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people say like, Jackie, you're lucky. You're just lucky. What? I hate when people tell me that. I'm like, I'm lucky. Did you know what I had to do to get here? 
like like it's not it's not like I did this. It's a lot of inner work. Yeah. Yeah. And even with weight loss, it's more about who you are as a person than what you're eating and how you're working out. Yeah, that plays a role, but it's who you are as a person. Doing the inner work, getting over those emotions and getting over those fears and traumas and experiences. And not just like literally getting over, but understanding them, coming into a place of acceptance and why did this happen for me, not to me. Mm-hmm. Just understanding. Understanding, yeah. yeah. Getting basically getting closure. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you don't see. Like social media is really like a few percent of your life, depending on what platform you're on. Instagram is very, is very edited. Like you think everybody's happy on there? I'm like, nah. I like like when I see people just put happy stuff. I'm like, when are you down? Like if you're not down, then how do you stay so positive? Or you know, blah blah blah. Um, because it's mostly the highlights of life. Like podcasting, I feel like I put so much, I put my highlights up here because like, you know, it's cool, whatever. But I also put like, oh, I'm terrible at this. I'm terrible at that. Like people, you know, you're more human in a podcast than anything else. Exactly. Because. On my Instagram, I throw out there all my struggles. I mean, people saw, people really saw my journey of me being at my heaviest and then losing my weight, getting to my smallest and then get going into that binge eating depression again and then gaining that weight back and then really trying to understand what the heck just happened like i did not know why i had to go through this again i'm like i've gained and lost weight so many times i'm done like i'm done why can't it be permanent but i still hadn't learned those lessons i still didn't understand what that what i was trying to achieve was self-love genuine authentic self-love so they got to watch this process and now this time around the weight's coming off, and I want to say effortlessly. Like, I don't – I'm not tracking macros. I'm not doing anything crazy, and it's just coming off. So you have to be transparent with your, your audience. You have to tell them, like, look, this is what happened. This is what's happening now. This is what's working for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That transparency and that honesty gets you far. It will get you – I mean, just do things. I love I love that people that, that just wait, and I'm like, come on, just try this. Like – like if Jackie can do it, you can do it, and every other person in the world can do it. And if if there's a, something that's preventing you from not doing that, then find a way to get over that. Because um, everybody's gonna have something that's blocking their path from doing what they love, or you know, you know, when people tell you no, you can't do that, you're not, you know, you're not good enough, blah blah blah. They're just projecting what they never did or never never tried to. Um, so you got to really think of that and they need help too. Like everybody needs help. I need help. Like, yeah. you know, I always tell people like, you, you think I come up with this stuff? I have coaches. I have coaches on coaches and coaches, you know, every coach has a coach. Every coach needs the, exactly. I always tell people like every coach needs a coach. Every person needs someone to learn from someone to guide them. Like, let me hold you by the hand and let's go. But I'm going to let go at some point and you're going to do this yourself. Because I like to empower people with the tools. You're not going to have me forever. You're yeah. not going to be on your side forever. So but if you leave me, I want you to be able to do this yourself. Become that person for yourself. I became that person for me. The people that I would hire in the past, mm-hmm. I am now able to do that for myself. Before, I had to hire trainers. I had to hire nutritionists. I had to hire everything because I felt like I didn't have the answer within me. But it took a while. It took a really long time for me to understand that and step into my own power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you don't have to have coaches. All. Like, you know, I feel like coaching is such a great thing. Like, you just, 
you're giving people advice, but then you're also like guiding, like I'm just holding your hand and like, but then you get, you get an outer perspective of like, because when I sit with someone, I am, I am listening to the words between your words. Like I know what you're saying and I am feeling what you're saying. So I'll stop you and be like, Hey, you just said this. And they won't even realize you're saying it or that it's coming out. And I'm like, okay, let's check this. What, where is it coming from? Why are you feeling this way? And it leads into another path of self-discovery. Don't you think it's so fun? Like just discovering people. It's like weird. I absolutely, I love what I do. I could do this forever. Yes. Every single day. I love it. I, I don't know. I just like looking inside the machine of a person. It's like, oh, what? And the I best part is when they have like these aha moments where they're like, wow, I never thought about it like this. Or I never knew this. Especially when, when we tap into their emotions and they start mm-hmm. losing weight just from releasing emotions alone. They, yeah. they, didn't, they fail to realize that emotions pack on the weight. Yeah. It's protection. That on the body is protection. What are you protecting yourself against? Let's let those walls down and release that so that you can lose the weight. And someone once told me, like, I never, like, when you get that aha moment, someone told me I was obsessive. I was like, what do you mean? I'm not obsessive. But then I realized, like, dude, I really, I just really love, I I just constantly, like, if I want to get good at something, I just keep at it. I I didn't realize that I was obsessive until someone told me. And, And sometimes you have to have someone tell you because you're all in your funk or you're all in your mamma jamma, whatever you're doing. I don't know why I'm using mamma jamma so much guys, but I just like the word now. Uh, and you're just so involved in the thing you're doing that you don't, you have tunnel vision. So you, yes, exactly. And like, sometimes you gotta put on, you gotta get those things off and like look around and just be like, wow, the world is much bigger than I thought. And the universe is much bigger than I thought. Then the universe universe is much bigger than I thought. Like things, just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And when you're focused on one thing so long, you just kind of lose sight of that. Like sometimes it's, it, it's good. Yeah. Well, I had that tunnel vision for my, my body, right? Ever since I was little, I had this tunnel vision of like, this is what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to make it pretty. I'm going to make it skinny. I'm going to make it worthy. And I'm so focused on that, that I, that I shut everything else around me. I paused my life. I didn't go out with friends. I didn't do the whole prompting. I didn't do the whole whatever it is, right? But I was so focused. And then one day, the, the thing that shifted within me, I was sitting in a class uh, called Spiritual Health. And the professor said, you are more than just a body. And that kind of like, I'm like I am more than just a body because, again, I was so tunnel vision on, on this is my body. I need to change it. And she followed that by saying, you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are more than just a body. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. Then something clicked. I'm like, wait. And that tunnel vision started to open up. I'm like, there's more to me? And that's when the whole inner work start, started happening. And I'm like, wow. I'm about, and that's when I knew I was about to embark on a new journey of self-discovery. And that was a couple of years ago. But that was what first sparked it, me understanding that there is more to me than this physical body. This is just your earth suit that you get to experience life in, but there's so much more to you than this. Uh-huh. But the greatest experience in the world, there's no, there's nothing quite like it, I guess. So I guess this was wonderful talking, Jackie. It's like, I, want, I, I wish we could do a five-hour podcast, but like, oh, you know, time, time would tell. I will have you on again because I, I, 
we're barely scraping the surface. It's like I'd love to be back. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. We've talked for an, like an hour, but does it feel like it to me? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So thank you everybody for listening and have a beautiful day. And Jackie, I'll have our stuff in the 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 show notes. I always forget, I always think of the description because I watch too much YouTube. But yeah. (laughs) Um so yeah, they'll be there and you can like her captions are great if you want to read those. Like those are amazing. I think that's really where a lot of her value is. Um so yeah, there and YouTube too. You have YouTube? I didn't know. I'm not very good at posting on there, but I have a couple videos up. Okay, okay. Yeah, go look at those too. 